I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh, she belongs to my kitchen and my living room and the other room. Welcome back to another episode of The Other Room. This is Kes. I'm here with Abby and Tracy. Hi, ladies. Hi, Kes. Hi. Hi. How are you guys doing? Me currently sleep deprived, but okay. How are you? <laughs> okay, I'm tired. Literally just came back from a trip. <laughs> Where'd you go? Cape Coast uh, for a wedding. Okay. How about you, Tracy? How are you doing? Oh, I'm okay. Also very sleep deprived. I've gone out too much. <laughs> but I'm okay. <laughs> Abby, is yours as a um, result of going out too much? No, I just didn't sleep early yesterday because I was on the interwebs doing stupid shit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get right into it. Our icebreaker for today is an interesting one. It's from the streets of Twitter. <laughs> so there was a tweet about someone asking about what gives people the ick. Apparently, ick means being instantly put off by someone. <laughs> so I'm curious to know what gives you guys the ick. <laughs> Such a funny word. Abby, you see, there's a type of like brand of men who are like mm. very condescending when they speak. Like as soon as they see and they open their mouth to talk to you, it's just being patronizing and and it just puts me off. I'm like, ah, like, are you serious? What's your issue? Yeah, I just I can't stand people like that, and it also comes across on like social media with how they tweet and everything, and being so reluctant to like change their views. And I'm just like, can you just shut up? Just so loud and wrong, and yeah, no, yeah, I can't interact with those people, <laughs> engage with them, instant enough. Tracy, you me, that's the thing. This particular question is is so broad to me because there are so many random regular things that men do that give me the echo. Like a man can literally just be standing there. That's my echo. <laughs> really? Just being a man? <laughs> so, so just, being, just being a man alone, you're already putting me up. So it takes it's something very small will give me the ache. I can't really pinpoint one right now, but Literally almost anything. Anything that gives you the ache gives me the ache as well. Trust me. <laughs> Interestingly, <laughs> no one. Man breathes. Tracy. Hungry. <laughs> Fast. That's it. <laughs> oh, God. And you, Kes, what, what gives you the ache? Interestingly, mine's very similar to Abby's. You know, men that just can't shut up, they just talk about themselves the whole time. Like, can you give me a chance to, like, say something about myself too? And it's just, when I did this and I did that and I'm doing this and I have this money and, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so done. I, I can't deal with them at all. Yeah. I think they enjoy hearing themselves talk too much. So I just <laughs> tune out and let them go and go and just do, mm, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. Go on talking. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but that so thing is annoying. so annoying though. So annoying. I agree. Yeah. Anyways, let's get into what's popping. There's actually a lot going on on <laughs> the internet right now. It's crazy. Too hmm. so much. Oh my gosh. It's like every second something else comes up. But uh, first, what's popping topic is the arrest of the 21 LGBT 
activists in or mm. who were having some sort of conference or like a workshop really and they were picked up by the police and they they were arrested and I don't know have they been are they out yet I know I think there's been two attempts no no still as of now they were not granted bill it's so sad I think it's been like it's been like two weeks now right yeah it's been so long it's been so long mm-hmm. yeah 20th May today is 6th June they had to. I know they had to go to court. What What was their crime? They don't have charges. They were arrested on the charges of unlawful um assembling. Um, assembling. Yes, unlawful assembling. But the whole the truth, the actual truth is that they were. They said they were coming together to try and like talk about how they can approach the whole LGBTQ thing from a human rights level. So they were mm-hmm. meeting to like find ways to uh uh-huh. And then through journalists, the police got to know of it and they went to arrest them and it's actually can you believe it's 16 females mm-hmm. 16 five. females and five male like it's so crazy yo. it's so crazy i don't know i, I like I, I, obviously that shouldn't give me any bias but i'm not gonna lie like i i'm so ma- more concerned and more scared because it's more women mm-hmm. so you can imagine how these people are being treated like yeah. you can imagine and they went to court for June. First of all, they went to court to go and grant bill. And they said, no, they won't be granted bill because they are afraid that when they release them, they, they don't, they know they can't find them again because some of them live outside who? <laughs> are they not citizens of Ghana? <laughs> Could you put them on like, um, are they not citizens it? of, like, where are they going? <laughs> I know. Even up Tikwa, where there are states and everything, just take the people's past and just tell them that you're not allowed to go anywhere exactly. that's all but don't say that you want to keep them in prison because like i hey it's so sad it's, it's so sad they've been there since may 22 today is june 6th what did you say they were charged for again unlawful what assembly is this because of covid but right they have no charge no it's not because of it's not because of covid though that's what i don't that's exactly what i don't really understand because they just know they they said when you read the article when you read it they said they arrested them because they are trying to push the LGBTQ agenda. That's a crime. So that's what they had. Unlawful. Yeah. yeah, they said they had, and I was also like, wow, what are transgender materials? I don't know. I don't know what those are. They said they had transgender <laughs> and LGBTQ materials. Like, hmm, I would like to see a transgender material. I I I want to know what that looks like. So yeah, they've just arrested them because they claimed they were doing LGBTQ things. Like it's so sad, and these people have been there for so long. And unfortunately for them, this isn't like I don't know if you noticed, but in the media, it's not going as much as the first LGBTQ protest was. Yeah. It's just a few people that are talking about it, even within the community on Twitter and everything. Like people are talking about it too, but the truth is that we are tired yeah. and nothing is working. Because in the article card, they said they have a new legal team. But still, still, no bill, nothing. Yeah, it's, it's very distressing because, like, even if this case is to be won over or something, we know that it's not the end of it because people are resisting actual structural change that might help change the narrative eventually. Like how they were vehemently against the sex education thing. Like, things like this is what will help increase um or will take away the ignorance and probably make us more tolerable towards one another and i just the pushback is 
it's seeming very deliberate like the people in power the judges and whoever mm-hmm. were on the bench they are being deliberate about not granting bail and whatnot and it just seems like an abuse of power overall like you know and just disregard for due process just because people are bigoted and those bigoted people have this much power in their hands and i just yeah i understand why me personally i find it so disheartening that i can't even bring myself to it to talk about it this time because me too yeah yeah. Yeah, just like tracy said people are tired yeah me i really have i really avoided the whole story because and i also i feel like they will actually they'll be in prison for a while because even let's just look at a polo when Ghanaians don't like something and they decide to push it they will push it and this lgbtq thing is something that Ghanaians are 100 percent against so me i for the future day i see these people going to prison yeah like and and uh-huh, and another reason why they said they are keeping them is the prosecutor said they want to try and get more evidence mm-hmm. like abby said like they don't even have anything to charge them on or charge them with so they're just keeping them there to try and gather as much things this with this transgender materials and whatever to just try and find out what as much as possible how long they can keep them in prison just because they are gay it's so sad everything is just so I don't want to use a word depressive, but like that's what it is, really. Just dream mentally. It really is crazy. Every everything that's going on. Imagine leaving your house at oh, I'm going for a meeting. All of a sudden you've been in prison for three weeks. Yeah. Hey. I hope that something can be done about it. I I really hope that they can get out. And I don't I don't know about their legal team, but I hope they are strong enough to like fight for them. It's probably pro bono, you know how these things go, so they are doing us. They are doing what they can. As well, so there's like a GoFundMe going on somewhere for that. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen that too. For legal fees. So hopefully it goes well. Yeah, hopefully. It's really draining. Like every time I see it, I just like, oh my gosh, this thing is still going on. Like, and I mean, it's 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 it's, it's gotten international, um, you know, recognition. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. still going, mm-hmm. and the government doesn't really care anymore. Like our leaders don't care. Like they don't care. Uh, they don't care. This LGBTQ thing, eh, like if you, st- nobody cares, and it's also like Pride Month too. But look at what's happening. Human rights and um, lawyer president. Too. <laughs> hmm. He's such a fraud. Yeah. He totally ignored the international call for like a review at this thing. Um, and then instead, this Switzerland cocoa news popped up again. And I was like, come on, this is something that's been going on since 2019 or something. <laughs> and it's now suddenly coming back like he's making such a big thing. Like, okay, fine, you're going to stop selling cocoa. But are you even already, manuf- what's our manufacturing capacity domestically that you're making this a thing? Yeah. Fa- cocoa farmers are already complaining since, since saying that like production is definitely going to die out because... You're not giving them the resources to support them. And it's like, it's an annoying thing where when something pertinent is happening, that's like really disturbing when you consider that people's rights are being violated, then they'll come up with something flimsy as a cover-up to show they are somewhat progressive. And it's just annoying. I feel like they just don't respect any Ghanaian, basically. That's that's it. They don't. That's it. 
Mm. So let's move on to the next um, <laughs> news item, which is not any better. But um, basic school students in Obwasi West constituency last week um, went to their municipal office to protest or demonstrate because of the poor state of the school facilities. These are kids. Kids. This is where they've got... This is like GSS primary kids and they're already having to protest, demonstrate because... Their facilities are not even up to standard. Can I do that to you? Yeah, can't you just kill you? One time? Like I, I don't, I don't even know what, I don't even know what to say, how to feel. Like it's, it's just so sad seeing all this happen. What are the leaders doing? All that money, all the everything. What are they doing? Sitting in their V8, moving around, um, doing fancy parties and just talking big. Okay. These are the little things. Because these are the same people, I mean, these are the areas where you would go and go and give 10 cities to people and they will vote for you. So the little you do would impact them greatly. Fix their school. I can't believe that young children, innocent young children have to go to adults and protest for them to like, what do you call it? Fix their schools where they, they would have to learn. Like, it's crazy. Because education is their priority to them. Exactly. I think of it as policies are not geared towards improving education like nationwide because they see it as a threat. Um, the more educated your populace is, the more involved they'll be in so many activities and wanting better systems as well to hold you accountable. I feel like it's deliberate when they do this because, like you say, this is the same part of the country that will go to and give them 10 CDs at the end of the day to vote for them, you know? So it's, it's intentional, when they do all this um and it's rather sad that children have to start like protesting now and this is not the first school this year only i think um the other one that really got to me was the Kropon school of the blind as well because i was like come on already mm. now schools for disabled children are like few and far like and it. like yeah. in between or whatever and it's not as if they're already getting funding I think if you look at school for the blind school, there's I think there's one for the deaf as deaf, well. Yeah. And then there's the special needs around. There's one in Accra. But I'm like, outside of these places, when I was in Takradi, for instance, for how many years, I never saw any type of institution for disabled kids. Like, you know, these things seem to be missing all around. And say, so I tell them that you're not really creating new um, resources. You're not improving. You're not renovating. So what exactly are you doing? And you understand yeah. how the population looks like. You understand the essence of education because, well, your kids go abroad, go to Cornell and Cambridge and come and insult us that we are stuck in Ghana and we go to... <laughs> right, so like right. That. Why yeah. wouldn't you then make that a priority? Right. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's so sad. These politicians only pay attention to areas like this when it's time for campaigning, when it's time for them to go and just throw money at them for votes and for support. And it's sad because after, that's why, you remember there was this story of this chief who was like, Nanado shouldn't come to his town because Nanado only came there to come and give them money to vote. But after, they never heard anything from him. And it's like, it's true. We've heard, we've seen and heard so many stories of these politicians even going to places to go and cut sword and open facilities. And they don't bring people into their facilities to come and work. They just cut their sword and leave their place there. For sure. Nothing happens to these people. There's no progressive 
Like there's no, the, the places are not developing. It's so sad that we live in a crowd, we see all these things and then you get on your phone or you get on the news and you see that people have to be carried across canoes and things before they can go to hospital. Like you just think about saying like, ah, is this the same Ghana that we are in? Like why are these people in the same place that we are going through such difficult predicaments? Like it, it's, it's not fair that these kids or these small children have to go and demonstrate before they can get their basic human rights, their basic needs to. They are not even fighting for anything. They are just fighting for, like, better education. It's, hey, it's, it's mind-boggling, you know, like, in 2021. Hey, what exactly are you doing, like, as a president and as a government? Like, what exactly are you doing if you can't do some of these basic things? Some of just these basic things, who? Yeah. Yeah, it's me. It's really sad for me. That's why I me. Mean. I don't. I don't like to involve myself in politics and things because I told you that Ghana. What I've noticed is that whenever issues come, they just take the opportunity to form panels and sit on mm. uh, Metro TV and TV Three and talk about da, 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 whilst real people are going through these real issues. Yeah, instead of taking action, and even when they are taking instead action, of taking, there's no action. There's no like sense of agency with it. They just do whatever. They just do whatever. They don't even care. Yeah. I mean, sad. That one, they sad. These children. Ah. Hmm. Let's get into our sizzler now. For our sizzler, we're talking about Naomi Osaka, tennis player. I don't really follow tennis much. <laughs> but there's a French Open. <laughs> and basically, she's dropped out because of a few um, things that went on. So I think she refused to grant some press Interview. conferences and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And I guess maybe that's against their laws or something. But they they would find her for that and they were going to drop her out of the competition or something and she dropped out um voluntarily. But this was basically due to her protecting her mental health. But I guess the people didn't understand it that way because they're all about their money and yeah. whatever it is for them. And yeah, I think it caused a bit of stare on social media and we had a lot of people come in to like, you know, side with her saying that they understand where she's coming from and, you know, just take your time and do you and all of that. And if I'm not mistaken, this was actually still in May, which was Mental Health Awareness Month. So the irony of it. But yeah, what do you guys think about this whole situation with Naomi? I think it was like, I don't know, shitty of the French Open officials to fail to understand where she was coming from because she was explicit about it. Um, mm. And also, come on, like, the world has been shit for so long. So if people are now... I don't think we generally give room for people to speak about their mental health. So with everything happening over the past few years, some of us are now opening up about it. And if everything else going on you can't find it with within you to be like somewhat compassionate and understand then i don't know what else you expect because like at the end of the day she is contracted to come play a game she is there to play the game but she doesn't have capacity to do press like yeah yeah. how can that be excused or something i don't know maybe you can find a different way around it where she does pre-recorded stuff you send her questions beforehand <laughs> like something could have been worked out if you really want content for your reporters That's true. but you don't just say fine i'm going to find you and then this like are you taking her well-being into consideration or you just want to 
use hair milk hair for your income for your gain like what is it you know it's rather disappointing how they went about it yeah and part in naomi for standing up for herself telling i know i'm so impressed because she's only 23 and i mean she's been in the limelight for so long so mm-hmm. and these things take a toll on you i mean we know that others would have or other people um deal with it differently and that's where we find a lot of people dealing um, dealing with drugs and um, alcohol and stuff like that you know and she decides yeah. that i don't want to talk to the press and then they actually find her fifteen thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she can That's change crazy. the hair, though, but... Like, I know, <laughs> I know. I think they say she's the it's highest-paid female athlete as of now or something, currently, yeah. But it's crazy. I think it's like um, they've taken money from so many people for her to speak because, I mean, the big girl's coming up and she's coming to a, whatever it is, event, tournament. So we're going to have her speak on this and this and this and they've already taken their cash, so... <laughs> Yeah, losing big. But that was really selfish of them. Like Abby said, they could have found other ways to um um help make her, you know, grant these interviews and stuff like that. But yeah, that's really terrible. The thing about mental health is that it's it's a topic that people like to speak of it, but never really speak about it. Like people always try to say that, oh, mental health days, and must have things consideration, I put mental health, and women this and women that but when it's actually time for you to take into consideration their mental health, that's when the problem is, is there. Because this person, if she hadn't come out to come and say it, and she had gone to do it, and something had happened to it, everybody would come and say it. And why didn't she say she can't do it? She could have just said it. She could have just said it. She mm-hmm. has said it. What is what, what are you guys trying to do about it? I mean, the only thing, I, I know that there are rules set. You know, these are these sports games or this is something that is probably something that they do all the time. Like, if you are coming to play the game, you have to do the press conference, sure. But the fact that you are not even willing to try and work around, like, work with her and try and see what you can do. Like, Abby was saying, if maybe you do a pre-recorded one or something, you are just full-on attacking her, finding her. And like, yeah, sure, you can find her because she said she won't do it. So I told her that this is something you have to do. But if you can't do a live one because of your mental health, let's try and work out. Like, let's do something. That's what I always don't understand. When people come out and come and say what is wrong with them, give them the solution, the treatment that they need. Don't bash them for coming out. Because if this person right now has come to state and this is how we are all treating her, do you really think next time if she has something to say, she won't say it. And it's also sad because this particular girl has, um, she's often compared to selena and they always try and make it look like she's the docile or more calmer version of selena trying to say that but it's also it's not fair because selena is a black woman and she's she's mixed race she's half japanese half black and they always try and make it look like like it's because of that that's why she's calmer and then this person has now come out to come and show you guys that no like i also have my voice i will speak on what is important to me and now you guys are acting like you don't like it because that's not what she expected her to be. It's sad. I Me, mean, I feel sad for her. I feel sad for her. I'm also happy that she's actually taken a stand and said, uh-huh. you know what? 
my mental health is more important than anything else. And it's like, so it's funny. It's more important than all the money she's going to make, so... When when you talk about, like, people always try and make it look like, oh, but now, dear, women are also in these areas. Like, women are in sports. Women are working jobs that men cannot do, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, yeah, sure, women are there. But are we there in a way that is okay for us? Like, we are now dominating these areas, true. But it doesn't mean that um the like it's necessarily good for us like as in the surrounding doesn't mean that like it's actually good for us doesn't mean that we're not going through things just because that right now she is the highest paid sports person doesn't mean that her mental health is perfect like do you understand yeah Yeah. i think sometimes i i feel like one thing that maybe hr or something should take (laughs) notice to it like just outside of sports like just companies businesses in general because it's the fact that uh i think our makeup tends to have more of an impact on our mental health like because even our hormones and everything will come into play if say you have hormonal imbalance of some sorts or something you know then that's different from the added stress and what's not that will come to add on top of like your daily work and everything so and outside of that for people who are partnered or people who are parenting there's like extra pressure at home to care for your people that your male partner or if you're not even partnered like it's all on you so it's like it's just quite a bit of a mental workload that as women carry in general overall that i think people tend to ignore um because we've been pushing forward anyway without like asking for breaks you know it's either because it started off like okay um we want a seat at the table so give us the seat at the table and then they now they're telling us okay now you have the seat at the table but don't cry about this or yeah this for this. i'm like yeah oh, exactly what i was trying actually, to say yeah the conditions don't allow for me to be here fully if, yeah like you don't you don't take this and this into consideration yeah How else am i supposed to function at 100 like and yeah, I that's to, what, like, even just with yeah. periods, stuff like that, they yeah. just disregard everything to do with us. And that's exactly health, what I was health, trying to say. Yeah. Yes, it's true. People people are always quick to say that, eh, this world is now progressive and women are here and here, but we are there. But they con- if their conditions are not conducive enough for us to be there the way we have to be, then we being there, there's no point. Because if you want us to be there, you have to take into consideration certain things, like how she's saying, our autonomy is different. Like, there are so many things that will come into play. And these things have to be considered. Like, if you want us to be there, let us be there well. Don't just yeah. let us be there. It doesn't it doesn't change anything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because when you're on your period alone, the mood swings, like, before, it's, after. It's, like, we only have, like, a few days to a week. You have, to be normal. like, and two days that. of sanity. <laughs> yes, like, two days. Because you have PMS, you have what? Oh, no. Yes, there's, there's yeah. so much that goes on. And that's in addition to everything else that um, life hits at you from all angles, you know. Yeah, regular, and, regular things, too. Yeah, crazy. I swear down, like, almost all of my friendships or well my friendship groups if you if i'm splitting between like men women whatever else um the group that i know who really deal with mental health issues are mainly women like and i'm like yeah gives yeah it's just so much we are burdened with than people fail to recognize or they tell us oh yeah you'll be fine you you you're a strong woman yeah i'm like no (laughs) yeah like i don't want to be a strong woman i don't want to know 
I just want to be a woman. Like I don't have to go through the struggles no. to make me. Hey, no, it's okay. Enough. I hope more women are able to stand up and speak out about this. Hmm. Yeah. Me, I always, I always feel bad for the whistleblowers. I always feel bad because everybody will look at this like Naomi girl and feel like, ah, she's doing too much. She just do the interview. Like I can imagine how many men mm-hmm. are just like, ah, but this girl we've been playing. Or it's even playing tennis, just Six, do the bloody interview yeah. and let's go. Yeah, older yeah. people were doing it, yeah. even older tennis women players were doing it. I was like, mm. come on. And just because your time you didn't speak about it or whatever doesn't mean she should be okay with it too. She's paving way for others, and this will be helpful for all of you, even in general, at some point. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, just give her the support. I hate that almost. Whenever something happens, people tend to first agree with the corporation or the whatever first before looking at the people who are being impacted. Like, huh? yeah, uh. yeah, because this could help them revise their their whatever laws or whatever it is, you know, to accommodate such situations. Really, so in the long run, it helps everyone. But okay. I think people just side with the corporation because they just want to kiss us, like. If if I don't do it, I will also be mm-hmm. affected. But why why won't you stand with your fellow colleague if you all decide that we all won't do it? We can all afford to pay mm-hmm. the fine. They don't have anything without you. They are nothing. It is you exactly. that makes them. You know. So, but there's always there's always that one or there's always those people who would always uh, side with those people and uh, just kiss us. So yeah. Anyways, she definitely has paved the way for um, others to be able to speak up and also put their foot down in such situations. So yeah, and we wish her all the best. Even though she takes her time and just rest and yeah, gets better. Yep. And we know that she's gonna come back stronger. So that one dear. <laughs> yeah. I'm so proud of her for standing here, girl. We need more assertive women. We need women who say no. I'm not gonna do this. I just, mm-hmm. well, I can't. Because that's literally what she said. She was like, you know what? I can't do this. Like, yeah. I don't want to do this because I can't do it. And if you look at her press release, she was really candid about everything. She said she was depressed. Like, basically, she was just going through it. And she's not going to do this. And that's okay. Like, me, I hope that, I know she inspires a lot of women to also stand up and be like, no, I don't want to do this. And that's really good. I'm proud of her for that. This has been a very heavy, like, episode. But... <laughs> Very, very, there were so many silent moments because yeah. there's so much you can say. There's so much mm-hmm. you can say. Okay, let's celebrate our Black Star for this episode. Our black yeah. <laughs> My black fellow engineer. In Japan. <laughs> yes, um, she's the first Ghanaian engineer and only woman to be appointed to the African Asian Pacific engineering council woo, woo, woo. and right. um, she's also the associate dean of engineering at academic city university college the first african university to offer a degree in robotics i did not even know that we had that <laughs> facility Same. in this country <laughs> but that's very impressive it is it's really wow, impressive it. yeah again more women paving the way for others yeah so yeah we wish her all the best and we Um, hope that more of us could i'm inspired get into such positions tracy will be waiting to hear your name very soon yeah so you don't worry don't worry (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, we've come to the end of the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to check us out on our website, listen to gcr.com. Contact us on Twitter and Instagram at gcrtor. And um, check out other episodes on the GCR network, really. Yeah, we have everything for everyone. So yeah, until next time, we're out. Bye, guys. Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. Doubting that they know it to be a quick.